Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon as we are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. You know, we really love these broadcasts because as we are in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, I just want to let you know the partnership Putting together these shows is brought to you by I Work For Him, Don Hoover, and the Pocket Testament League. And Martha, I want to talk about the Pocket Testament League because you and I are passionate about Pocket Testament League and the mission that they have. We really are. And um, so listeners, I hope that you will take some time to go to ptl.org. ptl.org is the website where you can learn more about how you personally or as an organization can get involved with the Pocket Testament League. But Jim, I want, well, I should really be talking to you, the listeners, because Jim already knows all of this. But listeners, this is something that you can personally do, that you can um, ask the Lord who needs to get a gospel? Who needs to be reading the gospel of John for themselves? And um, the Pocket Testament League just makes that really, really simple to do. And so um, check out their website. Learn for yourself how you can get involved. You know, when we say that, you know, get a gospel, get a gospel. Well, yeah. okay, the gospel is the good news about Jesus Christ. And the book of John, written by Jesus' best friend, one of, one of Jesus' best friends, part of his inner core, everybody thinks that John was probably his best friend, he wrote an account of his experience alongside Jesus, chose uh, eight miracles to highlight in the gospel to show Jesus' dominion over certain aspects of earth and environment and death and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's powerful when people read the Word of God. And so when we talk about giving a gospel away, Martha, we're talking about giving, you know, signing up to become a Pocket Testament leaguer, and they will send you little pocket-sized Gospels of John to be able to hand out to people. And it makes it super easy. And you can customize your cover. If you're a business person, you order 250 or more, you can get a customized cover. Um, you can also just, they have thousand other covers to choose from. Uh, we just encourage you to go out to ptl.org and check it out. We need to get the word of God into people's hands so they can read it for themselves. And that's the way to get it done. ptl.org. Anything else, Martha? You know, I was just thinking about what our pastor said recently in a sermon where he just said, you know, the simple um, answer is to start um, just reading to learn for yourself what's in the Word. So maybe you listeners have not been opening your Bible and learning what God has to say for you. And the Gospel of John is a great place to start that. And so I encourage you today to go and find your Bible, dust it off, and open up the Book of John. We're doing a little reverse engineering today. We're actually interviewing a radio guy to be able to hear how he's living out his faith and his work. But Martha, before we do that, maybe just a little quick thing on how people can connect with us today. Well, Jim, you know that our website is full of information for people to go to and to learn about not only us, but the guests that we've had on the air. We um, work really hard to make sure that we put links out there so people can find their websites and know what's going on um, with the stories that we've been telling. So I just want to encourage our listeners, hey, you guys, you can go out to iworkforhim.com, go to, um, for instance, our podcast page, look at the shows, um, maybe find a topic that you listen to and you can actually find the links for the the business, the ministry, the person, whatever it might be that's relevant to that conversation, Jim. So iworkforhim.com. 
Christian radio has been around, as I could tell, for just about 100 years. And if the internet and Wikipedia can be trusted, that's where I got that information. So does it look the same today as it did 100 years ago? Not even. I can remember Christian radio as I was growing up in the Twin Cities. Great preachers, but the music was killing me. Nothing for me as a teenager. Then a little AM station popped up and started playing Christian contemporary music, and my life was changed. I finally had an alternative to secular music and a new way to focus my life on Christ. It was a huge relief. Fast forward 40 years to today, Christian Radio is about ready to morph again. With the availability of streaming services, satellite services, and the ability to carry all your music on your phone, Christian Radio is looking to see how best to serve the masses as the masses age and new generations of potential listeners enter the listening world. Today we get a chance to talk with longtime radio guy here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Doug Meyer. He's a general manager and COO of WDAC. WDAC at 94.5 is the voice of Christian radio in Lancaster County. Doug Meyer, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me here and learning about what we do in Lancaster at WDAC. Well, and thanks for having us here in your studio to be able to do that. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Doug, when did you first realize that you could be in radio and that was still ministry? Because this is a business. you got to make money doing radio. When did you first realize that radio, business, and ministry was all really all together in one? Well, that journey started when I was a child because I loved listening to radio. I remember listening to WDAC uh, going to sleep at night. I remember listening to uh, the, the stories of uh, Ranger Bill and Aunt B from Children's Bible Hour. Um, those are memories that I have from growing up. But I also like to listen to sports radio. So I would tune into the, the Phillies game. And so radio was just a part of my life growing up. When I uh, went to college, um, after I finished uh, my degree at Lancaster Bible College and attended Moody Bible Institute, mm-hmm. my thought was missions. But the Lord had me stay within the business world, in the marketplace. And it was in my 30s where the Lord said to me, you can be as much a missionary within the marketplace of business that you can be out in another country. Mm. That was an eye-opening experience for me. And in my late 30s, the whole uh, concept of ministry in the marketplace came to fruition here at WDAC. Because that was a pretty amazing, I, I, I hate to interrupt, but that was, that was how many years ago? For me, that was 25 years ago or so. But that was an amazing realization 25 years ago because people weren't even having this conversation in the church 25 years ago. It was something that was, that was cutting edge. I mean, the Lord really spoke truth in your life that many more people know today, but back then that was really an unusual conversation. Yeah, that, uh, it was about that time and maybe a decade later where the concept of a calling in business began to take shape in my life, that just as people are called into a full-time ministry in the church or in missions overseas or even within the United States, we have callings in the business world as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Lord directs us in those callings. And no matter where we are, we are to proclaim Christ in all that we do. And it doesn't matter where we work, um, where we spend our time, as the Lord directs us, he gives us the opportunity to show his love to, to whoever we are talking with on the phone or in person or whatever the case might be. So you were saying that industry-wise, before you were in radio, you were in, in other businesses. What did that look like for you? Like how were you living out that calling in your day-to-day? 
I was involved in manufacturing, so mm -hmm. uh, some of that involved um, managing other people. So mm -hmm. it would be how you how you did that. Mm. Was it in a kind way, or was it in in a, in, in a servant way, mm -hmm. or was it in a uh, a forceful way? Um, I worked in sales in the hospital world for a while, and in that regard, it was rubbing elbows with people that uh, didn't know the Lord. I remember. Uh, distinctly one time where uh, uh, someone in a hospital whose uh, I believe it was a I don't remember if it was a daughter or a son they were going through some kind of tragic illness whether it was cancer and this this man looked at me and says how does this happen why does mm. why does the Lord allow that mm -hmm. um, those are opportunities to at least speak into a situation and um, give some kind of a testimony of of that, you know, the Lord's involved in everything. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. for sure. Go so ahead. you take that now, and then you, at about 20 years ago, you said you got involved in radio here That's at right. WDIC. Right. So um, how did you get into radio? What made that, what yeah. was that transition like for you? That's a really good question. <laughs> and there's two answers to that. The Lord and my wife. Um I, Which one it, has more power in your life? Well, <laughs> the, the, I, I, was, I was about to say, the wisest man in the world listens to the Lord first and his wife second. Mm, so hopefully I'm, I can be counted among the wisest. <laughs> I don't know. In this anyway, instance, in, you in, definitely yeah, right. did, right? <laughs> but she heard an ad on WDAC about a need for someone in sales. And I was in that sales world in mm -hmm. the hospital uh, marketplace. And it was a time where it was a good place for a transition for me, and that's how I became a part of Christian broadcasting. So you've been here almost 20 years. WDAC has been on the air, you said, almost 60 years, 60 right? years in December, right? Wow, what of, a fantastic uh, anniversary that is. Six decades. But radio is changing. The world of Christian radio is changing. The world of Christian teach and talk is changing. The world of Christian music is, radio is, is changing. How... How are you changing to morph into where, you know, the next 60 years of radio? I know you can't really plan that because who can, we'll have implants in our head probably right. playing radio then. But what's the next five years look like for you? Yeah, that's about a five-year time frame is, is appropriate because mm -hmm. we looked back five years ago and said, what does it look like? I remember attending a, a, a conference in 2006. And at the end of that conference, I came away with this thought. Radio is no longer a uh, building with a tower and an antenna and a signal. Uh, radio is, um, I, we are the creators and providers of content to whatever device somebody has in their hands, in their homes, or in their cars. Mm. So basically what that means is as we look at what radio is, we are audio content providers. Mm -hmm. right. And we need to be available on the devices that people have whether that's a radio in their homes, in their cars, whether it's a smart speaker, uh, regardless of a phone, uh, we need to be there for all of those different avenues. And we've, um, we're focusing our time to, to be a, a, as available as possible. Mm. That's, that's such a good word because, you know, it, it, if we're not, you know, things are going to keep on changing. And right. if you're not looking at where people are taking in that information, they're going to find other information. And and keeping Christ at the center is an important part of that. Yeah, well, true. one of the things we've seen in Christian radio is that, is that the younger generations, the people 40 and less, they want Christian teach and talk that's really relevant to today. Right. They want to hear 
how do I apply this not mm-hmm, on right. Sunday, but every other day of the week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you guys addressing that here at WDAC? We do that in a few ways. The first way that we do it is to pick Bible teachers that know God's word, know how to teach God's word, and know how to apply God's word to people's lives. It's really important for uh, the teachers that we look to make available to our listeners. And for the most part, um, our listeners and the feedback that we get, uh, that's what they tell us. Um, The teaching that we receive on on WDAC, um, in some cases, just becomes an extension of our church and what I hear on Sundays. In other cases, the teaching becomes their church Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And uh, we have a lot of people have, who have grown up in the Lord by listening to the teaching because they apply it to their lives. And um, so we're grateful for our ministry partners who are our teachers here on WDAC. What are you oh, you know, ahead, you Mark. just gave me a throwback there for a minute because I grew up in a home where the, the radio was always on. And sometimes it was music, sometimes it was teaching. Um, and yet we were very involved in our local church. But even as a kid... I remember like some of the preachers I heard on the radio, I felt like they were pastors to me, you know, in addition. So I hadn't even really thought about that, but oh, we don't we don't realize what an impact those words, those the the biblical words of wisdom that can come across the airwaves um, in whatever form really impact not only you, the one that turned it on, but anybody around you that might be absorbing it as well. So it's Tell what you're hearing from the community as you as you play incredible music. You're doing you're a combination of both music and teach and talk, right? We are. That's correct. Yep. So, what are you hearing about how the Holy Spirit's using what you guys are doing? What are you hearing back from the community? Hmm. Let me. Um, I was thinking about a couple stories. One comes from a sales rep of ours that has since retired, and this story goes back a few ways, uh, a few years. But this speaks to the impact that a sales team can have on the community. Um, this uh, the sales rep had called on this place of business for many years, and he walked in one day, and he 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 knocked on the door. He walked in and said, "Hey, I, I don't remember the na- person's name. Mm-hmm. Can I have a moment with you?" And uh, there was this shuffling sound, and said, uh, 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 "Just a minute." And uh, after a few minutes, the the gentleman came out, and they had a conversation. And um, I don't know if it was at that particular meeting or if it was at another meeting, um, and even it may have been a family member that called the sales rep. And um, the sales rep found out that that man was at the moment of a, a suicide mm. when he walked in. Hmm. And at that moment, the Lord used someone who was walking in to do a transaction in business to give a word from the Lord to say, stop, your life's important. I've got a plan for you. Who knows what happens when you're interacting with folks in the marketplace, what your word will, will mean. In this case, it, it meant it saved a man's life. We have um, sales reps as they go out and they talk within our community. They may have a loved one that has a, a physical need. And we hear back and would you pray for them? Mm-hmm. So there's that interaction. We hear of testimonies from listeners calling in and saying, um, you know, I'm going through a really tough time. And the segment of music that you just played, mm. that song mm-hmm. you chose was the song I needed to hear. Yeah. And, and, and 
truth be told, a lot of that is planned out ahead of time. Mm -hmm. But the Lord, a week before, knew what song needed to be played at 7.36 (laughs) a.m. Tuesday morning Mm -hmm. because that person needed to hear it at that particular time. Mm. And we hear that over and over and over mm-hmm. again. God might have had to hold them at a stoplight, though, for yes, the next 30 right. seconds. So that's, that's right. So be there. <laughs> you can check them out online, hope945.com. That's one of their stations. That's an online station you can get access to all the time. But check them out online, wdac.com. Doug Meyer, the COO and general manager. Doug, are you, does WDAC, whatever you guys are playing uh, on there, is it also streaming online on your website? Yes, it is. We have a. Uh, we are a, a digital radio station, an HD uh, radio station, which means that at our at our 94.5 frequency, we broadcast two stations, which is WDAC is one, and that's teaching and music, and 94.5 HD two is all music all the time. Very good. So one of the things that um, I'm just curious about, because of your location here in Pennsylvania, I, our listeners to kind of get a perspective, you know, we are in... Lancaster County. So, I mean, there is a diverse amount of um, different people that want to hear good teaching. How are you um, but reaching you also, out? And you got a lot of Amish and you got a lot of Mennonite. I mean, this is a, a pretty, I mean, it's a different part of the world. There's not a lot of, there's no other place in the world probably like this. Right. So how are you reaching out to your whole community? Well, the, uh, the conservative community, the Amish community, mm-hmm. and some of the conservative Mennonite community, uh, they typically are not allowed to listen to radio, okay. but they do. And we have uh, Amish taxis, as uh, which are folks employed with uh, vans that carry the Amish from location to location. Mm-hmm. Those Many of them have WDAC on, and as they go around to the different places, they'll hear um, WDAC broadcasting. And we, we know that. Mm-hmm. We hear back. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they... They will have radios, and they will listen. There's a, one of our broadcasters uh, had contact with a, a, an Amishman about uh, 10 years ago or so, and um, he came, the speaker came to the area, the Amishman came and uh, to the, a small meeting that, that the speaker had, and um, the Amishman invited um, him, Charles Morris from Haven Ministries is the, is the gentleman, mm-hmm. And about three years later, Charles went to this Amishman's home, and uh, I was invited to go along as well. And we actually met in the basement of this home, and um, we had a meal together. And uh, after the meal, the, uh, a, a church of the Amish gathered just to worship the Lord together, mm. and they listened to WDAC. Wow. So we know we have people that want to... Uh, uh, within the you know the conservative community mm-hmm. that want good teaching and they listen to WDAC t- to get it. You know, I just have a comment on that because we know that there's a lot of people that tune. You know, you hear stories of, well, I didn't even know that my radio went to that station, and then I heard something I needed to hear, and you know that's the power of of our God that we serve. And whether it's in a taxi or wherever it might be that they get that exposure, um, we hold ourselves to a really high standard to make sure that we're getting that good. Um, information out there for our listeners as well. Doug, our last question for the day. <laughs> you know, Christian radio, because a, a lot of people look down on Christian radio like, yeah, it's becoming obsolete, but it's not true. Christian radio definitely has a place. Radio has a place in our country. Christian radio definitely has a place mm-hmm. in reaching people. Where do you where do you see WDAC really honing in on your on your craft here this next year in order to make sure that you're reaching people 
who wouldn't necessarily listen anywhere else but on radio. Right. Yeah, that's a really good question. And let me speak a little bit to the to the growth of Christian radio, and that is there's over 3,000 in the country. Mm. That's fantastic. The um, We always work really hard at having the best Bible teachers that we can find around the country, and we are working really hard at finding music that mm-hmm. makes people worship the Lord. Mm. So when they... When they tune to either of our station in the different formats that we have, that they will find music that will cause their hearts to sing yeah. and worship to the Lord. Amen. So we, that, we work really hard at that. I love that. And I love the fact that you guys have gone online with that, with hope945.com, that, that people can get access to that all the time. Fantastic right. music, no matter where they are. Right. And they can also listen to WDAC. Doug Meyer, I know it was quick, but I appreciate you hosting us in your studios at WDAC in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Thanks for being on I Work For Him. Yes, thanks so much. Appreciate very much mm-hmm. having the time with you. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I Work, work for, for Him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iWorkForHim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iWorkForHim and online iWorkForHim.com. I work the number 4him.com